Leslie's is bringing back Pro Days. Leslie's Pro customers can take advantage of chemical early buys, liquid subscription services in selected markets, and the newly launched Relager Rewards program. Ask your local store or salesperson to learn more. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of this podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. I've been getting a lot of questions regarding CalHypo tablets, so I thought I would do a quick overview, give you some of the benefits, and of course some of the cautions when switching from Trichlor to CalHypo tablets. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open 7 days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. I think the first thing that you need to realize is that all CalHypo tablets are created equally. There are different brands of CalHypo tablets, and the whole purpose of getting a CalHypo tablet is so that it slowly dissolves in the pool so that it can add a small amount of chlorine every day, very similar to what a trichlor tablet does. So there are different brands of, of CalHypo tablets you can purchase. I think the brand that I would lean towards would be the Pool Life or the CCH tablets, and these are the octagon-shaped tablets. These are made by Salinas. It's a pretty big chemical company. They were originally owned by Segura, but they sold out to Salinas. And they have two different markets they sell these tablets, and they have the Pool Life tablets, which are geared towards the homeowner, and then they have the CCH tablets, which are geared more towards the Pool Pro. You can find both of these tablets online and sometimes in retail stores. The Pool Life tablets are designed to go mainly into the skimmer. They're not designed to go into any kind of feeder, mainly because they're made a little bit differently than the CCH tablets, which have another proprietary ingredient that allows them to be dissolved in the feeders that they make for these. And I think before I go any further, I should mention and I should emphasize that CalHypo tablets are not compatible with trichlor tablets in any shape, form, and basically what happens if you mix the CalHypo with the trichlor, you're going to have an explosive reaction, a true explosive reaction. So you can't mix these two chemicals together. So if you have a trichlor feeder, you can't simply switch over to the CalHypo tablets. One thing they probably should have done, besides making them a different shape, like the hexagon shape, I think the rainbow 300 chlorinators and 320 chlorinators are really popular in the industry. Yes, Hayward does make a chlorinator, and there's a few other trichlorochlorinator brands out there, but the majority of trichlorochlorinators are the rainbow ones. So to kind of offset any possibility of someone trying to put one of these tablets into a rainbow chlorinator, they probably could have made these tablets a little bit wider so that you would never be able to even fit them in the trichlorochlorinator. But what will happen is that even if the trichlorochlorinator is empty, because of the residue on the side of it, you're going to have a reaction with the CalHypo. Even a small amount of trichlor will react with the CalHypo. So if you put it in a trichlor floater or any kind of residue still in there, you could have an explosion or explosive reaction to that. So definitely you don't want to add any kind of CalHypo product to a trichlor feeder. And they won't dissolve anyway because the way the CalHypo tablets are designed, they need a lot of water flowing over them to be effective. 
So the best place to put the Calhypo tablets is directly in the skimmer basket, and this is the best way to introduce them into the pool. Even with the CCH tablets, although they're designed to go into their particular feeder, their feeders are quite gigantic and they're expensive. So a lot of times it just makes sense to put the tablets into the skimmer. Now the only exception would be at a commercial pool. You can't put anything into the skimmer at a commercial pool. The health department will shut you down or give you a warning or give you a violation for having anything in the skimmer. So the skimmer should be empty in a commercial setting. So in that case, you're going to need the CCH feeder to go with the Calhypo tablets if you're using it in a commercial setting. You can't put those directly in the skimmer. But for a residential pool, you can put these tablets directly in the skimmer basket. With the pool running, they'll dissolve fine in the skimmer basket. And there's no need really to put a feeder with these tablets in because they dissolve nicely in the skimmer. Again, do not mix Calhypo tablets with trichlor tablets in any fashion, either in the feeder, the floater, or any kind of storage. You know, you can't store them next to each other, and you don't want to mix them together in any possible configuration. And so back to the actual brand of the Pool Life and the CCH tablets. These are really well-made, slow-dissolving tablets. Some of the, the Calhypo tablets you'll buy that are, are not this brand will dissolve in like a day or two. And so it defeats the whole purpose of having a slow dissolving tablet because then you're going to have to put more Calhypo tablets in. And it's not going to last you the week. I can guarantee you that if you use the Pool Life or CCH tablet, you're going to have some tablets still undissolved after a week in your skimmer, depending on the amount and how hot the water is and how long you run your pool. These are factors. But they are going to dissolve over a period of seven days, you know, six or seven days with no issues. And they're not going to dissolve in like one or two days. So that's the benefit of the Calhypo tablets because they're slow dissolving. Another benefit, of course, is that the Calhypo tablets don't have any cyanuric acid in the tablet itself. This is something that I get all the time. It's like, hey, why can't they make a trichlor without cyanuric acid? But the trichlor tablets, cyanuric acid is one of the ingredients in trichlor. So there's no way to separate that. It's like having a peanut butter and jelly sandwich without the jelly. It's no longer a peanut butter and jelly sandwich at that point. It's just a peanut butter sandwich. Trichlor the same way. There's no way to split, at least that I know of, the cyanuric acid off of the trichlor. It's just the nature of the product. And so trichlor tablets, if you use them in your pool, will add about 50% of the weight of the trichlor tablet in cyanuric acid to the pool. What this means that if you add a 25-pound bucket of trichlor to your pool in the season, you're going to add about 12 pounds of cyanuric acid to the pool. If you go through a 50-pound bucket of trichlor tablets, you're going to add 25 pounds of cyanuric acid to your pool. So that'll bring the level well above 100 parts per million in most cases, which will, of course, slow down the reaction of the chlorine in the pool and cause you to have to have a higher free chlorine level in the pool to be effective. So there are drawbacks with cyanuric acid in the pool. Of course, with trichlor tablets, you're continuously adding cyanuric acid. With Calhypo tablets, you're not adding any cyanuric acid because they're considered, I guess, unstabilized tablets if you want to use a more formal term. To me, I just say that they don't have any cyanuric acid in it. And trichlor tablets are known as stabilized tablets because they have cyanuric acid in them. So you may see somewhere in the literature or someone may refer to the Calhypo tablets as non-stabilized tablets. Doesn't mean that they're going to just like fall apart in the water. The stabilizer that they're referring to is cyanuric acid, CYA. 
And so that's why they kind of refer to that as non-stabilized tablets. So the benefit, of course, is that you're not adding any cyanuric acid to the pool with the calhypo tablets. However, you are actually adding or increasing the calcium hardness of your pool by adding calhypo tablets to the water because you're adding calcium as a byproduct. So every chlorine has a byproduct. Liquid chlorine, the byproduct is salt. You have trichlor and dichlor, which is the byproduct is cyanuric acid. And calhypo abbreviated, we call it calhypo, but the full name is calcium hypochlorite. And so calcium is in the name of the product. Therefore, it's adding calcium to the water. How much calcium? It's one of those things where, you know, you have to kind of make formulas, but the basic formula for calhypo and how much calcium is added is that every pound of calhypo you add to your pool, you're raising it by 0.8 parts per million of calcium. So over time, it's going to add more calcium to the water. And of course, can you live with the pool having more calcium? Yes, you can. Each one of these situations, either you're adding cyanuric acid or calcium or salt to the pool, you can offset this by a partial drain of the pool, you know, maybe drain an inch of water every every couple weeks, or sometimes you get a lot of rain in your area and that dilutes the water. Now, of course, the calcium does not evaporate out of the water, nor does the cyanuric acid, but when you add fresh water to the pool, it does dilute the amount that's in the water, so it acts similar to draining partially, but partial draining is the best way to reduce the calcium level in the pool by far, and so if you're using calhypo tablets primarily as your sanitizer, think about draining one or two inches out of that pool every two or three weeks and adding fresh water to keep that calcium level from going too high in the pool. So that's the main byproduct and that's the main drawback. So if you have, of course, high calcium hardness in your area, like California in my area, the calcium hardness is like five or 600 in each pool and it's something that's very normal here. You can, of course, do a partial drain to keep that calcium hardness from going up too high. I would say as byproducts go, of course, liquid chlorine with salt is the least effective on the water, has the least effect on the water. And then you have calhypo, which has adds calcium, so it has some effect on the water. And the cyanuric acid is probably the byproduct that affects the water chemistry the most. And so calhypo tablets are a good option if you're trying to get away from the trichlor tablet. Now, as far as the strength of the tablets, now, I find that trichlor, in most cases, depending on the brand, of course, there may be some weaker trichlor tablets out there with some additives, but I find that if you compare the calhypo tablets pound for pound with each other, that the trichlor tablets are stronger. In my testing, if you wanted to maintain the same chlorine level, and this is probably due to the fact that there's, there's some cyanuric acid, elevated cyanuric acid levels in the pools that are using trichlor tablets heavily, but if you're using trichlor tablets now and you've been using it every season and you haven't drained your water, the cyanuric acid level is probably 150 or 200 parts per million. And so this may affect this formula. But I found that when I go straight from switching from trichlor to calhypo tablets, that it takes about two calhypo tablets to equal one trichlor tablet. Now this may, of course, change once the cyanuric acid level is in, you know, the 50 parts per million range. But I found that it takes more calhypo tablets to maintain the chlorine level in a pool when you're switching off of the trichlor tablets. So the two-for-one ratio, I think, would be fair to say in a pool that's coming from trichlor, let's say you've been using trichlor for three seasons, you get average rainfall. You don't really do partial drain. So the cyanuric acid level is definitely elevated. So you'll need more calhypo in the water 
to achieve that free chlorine level. And that's why my two for one ratio is fairly accurate because people don't necessarily drain their pool when they switch from trichloroethyl hypo, nor do they do partial drains during the season. At least most people that are using trichlor don't do that. But if the tri- if the cyanuric acid level is 80 or 50 parts per million, or maybe even 100 parts per million, you may use less calhypo tablets in a situation like that. I'm just giving you the real world formula when I take over a pool and I'm going from trichlor to calhypo and switching it over. Now, of course, this varies by region. So I would say use this ratio to start with just to make sure you're putting enough calhypo tablets in there. So if you're using two trichlor tablets a week, Go ahead and use four calhypo tablets and then adjust the chlorine level accordingly down. So maybe you can go to three calhypo tablets if you're using two trichlor. And once the cyanuric acid starts to drop in that pool, of course, you're probably going to get away with using less calhypo tablets than you're using at the beginning. So a bucket of CCH tablets sells online for about $250. So it's not really much out of line of what a 50-pound trichlor bucket would sell for. And I think this is one of the biggest advantages that has kind of happened to the Calhypo tablet market. Before, when trichlor was $100, $110 for 50 pounds, paying $250 for the Calhypo tablets seemed outrageous. And so the sales were probably like zero back then. I don't think anyone even thought about Calhypo tablets because I know they had them back when trichlor was $100 a bucket for 50 pounds. It's just that they weren't on anybody's radar because they were like twice or two and a half times the price of a trichlor tablet. So the price point is not totally unreasonable now since trichlor has skyrocketed in price over the last three years. It is something that would be an option if you wanted to get yourself off of the trichlor tablets. Moving to a calhypo tablet would be probably the best way to maintain a residual chlorine level every day without you having to go out there and add liquid chlorine three days later or have to put a liquid feeder in. I think calhypo tablets are an easy kind of one-for-one transition being that you don't have to do a lot going from trichlor to calhypo except number one, don't put calhypo in any kind of trichlor feeder. And number two, get the ratio of calhypo tablets to trichlor tablets correct. So you don't want to go like, you know, one trichlor tablet for one calhypo tablet. I don't think in most cases that's going to be as effective as starting out two for one. So you have two calhypo tablets versus one trichlor and see how that works for you. And then gradually cut back on the calhypo tablets. And then consider doing a partial drain every two weeks of an inch of water to keep that calcium hardness level from going too high in your pool. If you do need to shock the pool, I highly recommend using liquid chlorine to shock the pool at this point because you're not adding any more calcium to the pool. If you put a one pound bag of calhypo in to shock it, you're going to be adding that 0.8 parts per million of, of calcium. Plus you have the tablet in there adding the calcium. So I would say if you're going to shock a pool that you're using calhypo tablets, go with the liquid chlorine. Now, if you've been using calhypo tablets for a year or two, and you notice the cyanuric acid level is dropping, and let's say you're at 20 parts per million, and you're shocking your pool with liquid chlorine, I would say at this point, you should switch over to dichlor. Now, dichlor is a little bit more expensive than liquid chlorine. However, dichlor does have about 55% cyanuric acid in it. So if you're tracking with me here, if you're using calhypo tablets, doesn't have any stabilizer or cyanuric acid, but you need to add cyanuric acids to the pool. Instead of purchasing just straight cyanuric acid and putting it in the pool, 
Go ahead and use the dichlor as your weekly shock if you need it. And as you're adding a pound of dichlor, you're adding half a pound of cyanuric acid to the pool. And you can easily bring that cyanuric acid from 20 parts per million up to 50 parts per million within a month by just using dichlor shock in your pool because it's adding cyanuric acid. So there's a little bit of tricks here that will save you some money. You won't have to duplicate the chemicals. So instead of buying, you know, the conditioner or cyanuric acid separately and then liquid chlorine, you could just go to dichlor and add both at the same time. But I'm kind of getting off into a little rabbit trail here. I'm just giving you some options in the future if you need to add cyanuric acid to a pool using calhypo tablets. And hopefully you can get that pool from 100 parts per million down to 50 parts per million in one season by just simply not adding more trichlor to the pool, trichlor tablets to the pool, and simply switching to calhypo tablets. And I'm hoping that in the next season or two that they're going to be a lot more readily available. You can just go to your supplier, grab a bucket of calhypo tablets, sell it to your customer, and you can easily kind of transition off of trichlor tablets if that's your wish and have a tablet that's going to be able to introduce chlorine every day during the week slowly, just like trichlor does, without any kind of problems. And I find that switching from trichlor to calhypo is, again, the easiest way to do it. I mean, of course, you can go with a liquid chlorine feeder, but that requires a little bit more effort than just going from basically one form of tablet to another form of tablet. If you're looking for other podcasts I recorded, you can find those on my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon, and then there will be a drop-down menu with 1,200 podcasts that I've recorded, and you can browse those at your leisure. If you're interested in the coaching program, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash poolguy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash poolguy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.